It is the show before the show. It's one of those days with Trump's indictment and Maui and all that. It's crazy. Good morning, everybody coming in. Ben's already here. Kimberly, Trisha, Bindi. Angie, you're a trooper in sunny UK. It's not really so sunny here in the St. Louis area. We have so much going on. It's going to make all of our heads spin all the way up to 930. And at 9.30, you're going to want to laugh your head off. You're going to want to stay till 9.30 for sure. We're going to need 9.30. I'll be on in a second. I'm busy. You're fine. I'm you're fine. You're getting ready for stuff. You're good. Some mornings are just like that. Kids are going back to school. The world is falling apart. Everybody, please like the show and share the show today. So one of the ways you can share the show is, of course, you can just share it on your platform to everyone that is on your platform. But also you can take some of these shows and send it directly by text to a friend. Today, you're not going to want to miss this. We have so much going on with the Trump indictment, Maui, all of that, all the way for about an hour and a half, just jam-packed of this sort of stuff. Grocery stores. Grocery stores, yeah, grocery stores. It's just crazy-ass stuff. And 9.30, we got a surprise for you. It's going to be funny, 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 funny. Well, we, we're going to need 9.30. We're going to need it. The show before the show. Y'all get to see the. <clears throat> takes a lot to put a podcast on. No, right? sorry, I'm just busy. I'm taking care of a couple things here. You're good. You're good. Good morning to everybody. Hope everybody's doing well. Were you up late, Vic? No. God, I was up so late watching every little bitty thing. I wanted to see the DA make the announcement. Yeah, it's. It's a joke. It is a joke. 10 o'clock, two and a half years to do something. Let's right. do it at 10 o'clock Central Time, 11 o'clock Eastern On purpose. Time. On purpose. Of course, it's, it's, it, we're going to break all of that down. Yep. It's an absolute, absolute joke. Yes, it is. Yeah, school back, as you said. Can't believe yes. it for kids. Yes. That affects some people. 
some people it doesn't. Um, today and this week, when did, are all public schools around the? I don't think they're all back yet, but a whole bunch. I know my daughter was back last week, but it seems like a whole bunch of private and public schools are this week. Still some are next week, but I think a big majority of them started today. Yeah, we'll start the show in just a second. Finish up the last couple details here. Yeah, because when you're out of the routine of your kids having to get up and then they have to get up and then they don't get up, and I'm just talking about my house, you got to wake them up three or four times, even though they have an alarm. It's a real thing. Okay. Um, we say good morning to everybody today. We have a lot of people. Sorry, I couldn't get to all your names today. Hey, Joe, we do need to do a cancel um, this Patriots page today. Apparently, you have that. I, I didn't know that you had that. Alex told me I missed that. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Patriots page? There it is. He's right on top of it. That's our Patriots page. We'll pop it back up again today. We try to honor, give you guys some credit. All of, and, and there's lots of people. And we have these pages that we continue, as we'll do it later in the show as well. Can we do it at nine o'clock after I talk about our partners? Yeah. Whenever you want. Yeah. Come on, Joe. We're both busy. I need you to help me, me help you. Oh, man. We are all so busy. Yeah. <laughs> off. I usually. Can we pop that page back up too? Yeah, yeah. What I, we... I, I pop it up like sometimes coming back from break instead of popping up the thumbnail. So the, the, actually, yesterday and I think the day before. No, not the day before, but last week I did this with the last week's. Awesome. Yeah. Good morning, Ben, Kimberly, Bendy, Trisha, Angie, Troy, Megan. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Nancy, Sherry, Chris. Good morning, Bendy, Angie, Mandy. Uh, I'm trying to get everybody in there that I can see right now. Angie, Trisha, David. Annette, if I miss somebody, I'm sorry. Forgive me, Heather. Um, yeah, we'll pop that back up now. Um, the Cancel This Patriots page. Matthew Hicks, John DeFreeze. I hope his last name is DeFreezy. I like DeFreezy better. That sounds cool. DeFreezy. Marsha Ann, Danny, is that DVO or is that a DUO vote? Well, and these are ones. <clears throat> Danny DeVivo vote. Yes, we'll talk about these guys because we didn't really talk about them. This was two times ago, but we didn't mention their names the last time. So I just sent Joe the very latest one. Is this the latest one or not? No, this is not the latest one. Mike Bell, Peggy, Giannino Green, Derek yes. Pratt. He talks a lot. I like Derek Pratt. I like him a lot too. Mm -hmm. But man, are his stories long. He's he's longer winded than me and he's a he guy. One of the first things he told he's like, listen, man. He's like, I tell long stories. He does. He, he does. <laughs> David make... Sparks. I know him. Yeah. Margie Schrader. Good morning to you. And there's another cancel this page? There is. And I just sent it to Joe. We needed to mention them too because we didn't make a bigger deal about it the last time. Here is the latest one. Okay. Chris Steiner. Rob Bizell. Sophie Starkey. Megan Arnaud. Arnett. I know her. Trisha Lynn. Nancy. Jogrola. <laughs> you make it sound like it's French. Nancy, something. what is that? That's a cool name. 
What is that? I can't understand. Is that DRV? Yeah. Delic? Uh-huh. Or- and she's on almost every single Jordelic. day. Yeah. Nancy Jordelic. Sherry Adams, Cindy Hinky Wartman, Dave Winsel, and Sally Tabor. Or I would like to say Tabor. Yes, Sally. <laughs> she's from Kentucky. Uh, yeah. Hi, Todd and Pam. Angie, good to see you guys here. Um, anyway, um, yeah, let's go ahead. I guess we can start the show. <laughs> we can finally start. The- Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I am Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, Projo in the house. It is Tuesday, August 15th, CancelThisShow.com. Please like, subscribe, share the show as always. Let people know what's going on. You can go to our video platforms on CancelTheShow.com. Also our audio platforms on the podcast. Lots of viewing, lots of listening, all right there for you. If you have story ideas, topics we need to get into, free for all Friday Conspiracy Theory Friday situations, let us know. Um, Friday, nine o'clock hour, that's when we'll have our free for all conspiracy theory, whatever we do, should be interesting. Uh, Not only do you have myself, Lizzie and Joe, um, am I gonna need to get another mic by then? (laughs) We're gonna have Eric, and Woo! and our Friday nine o'clock hour guest um, who comes in, um, the one and only, the one and only. You want to give her her introduction, Lizzie? You want me to talk about Kelly? You want to give her a big introduction? Yes, yes, I love Kelly so much. She is definitely my spirit animal. She talks <laughs> about all the things that are really great, and she's going to be hilarious. And her and Eric in the same room. You Kelly know, Mano. It's going to be great. Yeah, so that's coming up Friday uh, in the 9 o'clock hour. Um, Thursday, who do we have? Mark Schmitz is going to be in for a little bit. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's going to talk about you know his event coming up on um, this weekend, but then also what's happening to some of the other parents that their children died on the same day. Um, Jay Ashcroft also coming in studio Friday during the Ooh, 8 o'clock hour. Big day, um, big day. Leading the governor's uh, gubernatorial race uh, polling. It's early in the state of Missouri. Uh, we have the Strix in on Wednesday. We've got Weed Wednesday tomorrow with Greenlight Dispensary. We're packed. We've got Max Price, uh, super funny dude. He's coming in today in studio live from 9.30 to 10. Uh, we'll have some fun with him. We're going to be serious for an hour and a half. And then we're going to talk to him as well in regards to getting into some of those situations regarding comedy. Yes. Um, he was voted funniest person in St. Louis last year, and he's headlining the St. Charles Funny Bone uh, coming up October 17th. So he's going to come in studio, spend some time, have some fun. Uh, we try to have fun here. You know, we're infotainers. We, we hit it hard. We give you every angle we possibly can. And... Well, oh, and Greg says, Vic, don't forget that video of Kelly. Oh, yeah. Don't forget it. That if, would be great. Don't let me forget. Okay. I'll remind you. Kelly in her cheerleading outfit from Granite City, Illinois. Woo! That would be great. Uh, Aaron says, was Maui destroyed by space lasers? Uh, it's possible. Oh, yeah. Anything's possible. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who the frick knows? Um, we'll get into that. Uh, Todd says, did you catch the, is it salami? It's right on my, I can't see the, there's something on interview last night on News Nation. The salami? 
Is that what you mean to yeah, say the salami? So, so did you catch the salami interview on News Nation last I night? I did not. No, I didn't either. I have Todd. no idea what you're talking about, buddy. I don't either. And I watched a lot of news last night. Um, damn. Diane says that DEW directed energy weapons. I've heard of this before. It would not surprise me when it comes to the Hawaii situation. Not at all. Not one single bit would it surprise me. And um, damn, we'll get into that. Chris says Achilles, a fellow. Oh, yeah. Kelly's a fellow GC warrior. That's right. Granite City. Love it. Uh, I read that Oprah's massive compound was unfettered by the mm -hmm. ravaging fires in Maui. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they want to redo the island and she didn't want any damage. And that's when you brought her up yesterday. Yeah. I, I really think that they have something to do with it. And they, meaning her and her regime of people, including Obama, they literally are that self-involved that they think everyone else is peons and they just want them off that island. And I'm sure the government is involved too, but I mean, look deep and you're going to see that. There's a lot going on right now. There really is. <clears throat> I have to ask Kathy tomorrow too. There's all kinds of video. That's being released now of people saying that real estate agents mm -hmm. and brokers are calling these people. We yes. want your property. We yes. want your property. We they want your property. Oh, yeah. Now, oh, gee. If, and I saw a woman say, if anybody's trying to do that, give your name. We have, we're setting up a site. Um, find me so we can put these people on blast. We do need to. I promise you 100% the Strix would never do that. I know them no, personally. They mm -mm. Um, to do any of that. Aaron says, Oprah Heimer. Uh, yes, mm -hmm. that was a great picture. That's that's pretty hard. It's <laughs> pretty hard. Uh, anyway, that they're looking for that, but also um, there's a gov did I send you? I didn't go over it with you in in our little quick pre show meeting. There was video of their governor, Josh Green, basically saying that they'll take land. I mean, he's telling you mm -hmm. publicly what they're saying property uh, privately. privately. I yep, don't know. You now. I don't know if I sent you that, Joe. I just thought about that right now. There was a link that didn't work. It, okay, it was, it, was it might have been that. Surprise, yeah, surprise. Yeah, surprise. Of course that link isn't going to work. But I do want, um, I, I still think he's one of the best constitutional attorneys in America, Mike Loader. If you don't follow him on Instagram, follow him. He is a fantastic read. Mike did post on this yesterday because he is pissed. He is irate. Uh, he battles the government on a daily basis. Mm. He gets up every day and has to deal um, with people that are going after Trump and the likes and everything else. Look what he posted yesterday on Instagram. Mike, a friend of the show, tried to get him on a couple of weeks ago. He was busy, but he's been in studio with us before. Here's what Mike said. Here's what he posted about what's happening in Maui. And if this doesn't explain what's happening with what Mike said, and you'll see the reading, it's a full screen page. And here's what he put on Instagram. Not only will we read it for you here, you can see what he posted on his, he posts a lot as well. Um, Mike, and Mike is fantastic. We'll pull that up for you. There it is. Mike, at Yoder underscore ESQ. Maui landowners are terrified that the state of Hawaii is going to take their land, and I would be too. Literally, the government, this is, this is not his quote, but this is me saying it. The governor came out basically and said, we'll do what we need to do to make sure that Maui's in the best situation it needs to be in. And when it comes to land, we'll take over what we need to. I mean, he literally said it publicly. Mm -mm -mm. This is Mike Yoder going back on his post. I'm quoting Mike. The Fifth Amendment's taking clause authorizes the government to confiscate private land so long as, one, it is used for public benefit, and two, just compensation is provided to the owner. 
He goes on to say, and the 14th Amendment extends this federal power to the states. In this case, it would be the state of Hawaii. I will help anyone in Maui fight to protect their land. They've lost enough already, and I refuse to let the government take even more. Uh, when I read Mike, I get chills because that guy isn't afraid of anything. Uh, he is one of the best constitutional attorneys you're going to find in the United States. Um, but even he is afraid of what he sees going on in Hawaii, in Maui right now. And we should have known from the get-go that something was going on. Gee, everything gets destroyed except Oprah's compound. Yeah, come on. Um, there's still no evidence, still no evidence of where this, quote, fire began. Mm-hmm. There isn't. Where, where's the evidence? Right. They act like they don't know. They have no idea where this happened. And yet you can see pictures. Now, I don't know if they're AI pictures, but it's clearly not what they're saying it is. Clearly. And then, of course, I had to hear global warming, climate Ugh. control, and several pieces yesterday uh, around the country. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame local news because they're not intelligent. And I don't mean that in a negative. I'm not trying. They're just not educated. They're not right. there. They don't have all of the means to go out and do a really good story. They don't get it though. Oh yeah. They'll say what a lot of people say. Right. Well, you know, people in our chat line are very smart, just like Aaron is saying, Obama, you know, he lived and is from Hawaii. And has anybody forgotten the point that the police, I thought he was from Kenya. Well, of course he was from Kenya, but he grew up in Hawaii. We, and actually, where the hell was he from? But I mean, am I wrong in saying that the police chief in this same area was the same chief investigator during the Vegas thing? I'm glad you brought it. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just, I mean, all of it is adding up to be fishy. It's real obviously fishy. And you're right. News people cannot say that because it sounds like a conspiracy. Well, but they're worried about their checks. They, they, they don't have the ability to go out and do a full story or true. the time to go out and talk to people on the island. The only people who can do that are people on the island. Mm -hmm. And they're not allowed to do what they need to do if they have a desire to do it in the first place. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, we kind of jumped into that. We'll get to the Trump stuff. We'll also get to that Mike O'Hurst story, Michael O'Hurst story, yes. the blindside story. I'm glad the family responded because this is, I'm just going to, just let me tell you, there's two sides to a story. Of course. I know this well. And a lot of times, oh, it's like whatever hits the media first is, mm -hmm. oh my God. Mm -hmm. Even in the Trump situation, we'll get into even that nasty ass DA lying, Ugh. manipulating DA, Democrat, liberal DA um, said, I also want to remind everybody, all these people are innocent until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. She sure said but that, our, didn't she? But our society is a little bit different when it comes to that. Uh, we forget <laughs> where that comes. Um, but you brought it up in just a second ago, what's happening mm -hmm. with that police chief. You can't make this stuff up. No. Um, Maui's police chief, John Pelletier, or Pelletier, he was the police chief in Las Vegas when the mass shooting happened. And we all know that the massive cover-up, yes. the crazy stuff that went into that, we still don't have all the evidence. No, and we're never going to get it either. And I mean, there's a guy I follow on Twitter. His name's Stu Peters. He brings a lot of mm -hmm. stuff. He's even gone as far to say as he's an actor. Yeah, yeah. I, I would. I know that, that sounds crazy, and people go, oh, "Vic, um, he's being accused of being an actor by Stu Peters." Mm -hmm. 
And and that's not really that far-fetched. When that happened, people immediately were saying it doesn't add up. And when you looked at it, it didn't add up then either. I don't even know the purpose as to why they did what they did there, but it was never solved. And uh, and lo and behold, now he's in Hawaii. Uh, Maui, of all places. Yeah, Maui. Where if there was an investigation of any sort that needed to happen, Mm -hmm. would it really be happening? Yeah. I mean, people, I, I didn't, last night, at because we, we talked so much Hawaii yesterday, it was not my intention of trying to come in and, and cover Hawaii. It was one of the stories, you brought it up, so we jump into it. Yeah. I mean, people, think about this. Yeah. Is there something going on? Of course, that guy that used to be on the show here, the Democrat, who got banned, he messages me all day, all night long. Yeah. Apparently, he's still listening, because... He, uh, you guys, you, how dare you say that wasn't a natural fire cause? I get those oh, messages Lord. on a daily basis. I'm sure you do. And so if he's listening, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, really? Why don't you look at the evidence? I don't respond really. Um, yeah, he doesn't talk to me anymore because he knows I'm the one that banned him. <laughs> Only person I've ever banned on this no, show. No, but I, but. we may have to find a, unless we do our own Democrat show somewhere on this network, right. we may have to let him or other people come back because I, I'm wanting to talk to liberals right, right. i want to talk to them and what is your logic oh this just happens and you just walk around in life like oh everything's good yeah it just happened by chance yeah oh yeah joe biden's great there's nothing against uh you know donald trump i mean he he's a liar and there's no nefarious <laughs> things going on i'm I mean, sure are that's people the really like that yes there is really people like that i want to talk to them at that least for are. maybe a minute Maybe 45 seconds. And they don't get it. Yeah, I can only talk to them for about a half an hour. I mean, I like to hear the other point of view. Usually, I don't agree with the thing that they said. And as long as they stay civil, I will listen. But it's once they start getting just graphically mean, it's like, then then one thing, you know they lost the argument. Because then that's when the name calling starts and the violence starts. Because you back them up into a corner. Because that's the one thing with the liberal is you can argue with them for a little. And as soon as you're right, and, and typically we always are right because we're right and the left is wrong. They then start name calling. Once again, Angie says, Vic, 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 Lizzie, Lizzie, Lizzie. Remember, trees don't burn from the inside out. We said that yesterday. We will continue to talk about that. Mm -hmm. We will continue to bring Mm -hmm. up the trees tell the story. Look at them on the video that comes out. True. Um, You're not seeing it talked about anywhere. I, I mean, are we really that crazy to suggest that something other is going on in Hawaii? This happens, and then you have the situation where, oh, this land, as we told everybody about yesterday, the, there's a summit next month, an AI yes, summit for digital. Yes. Back in January, there was the big meeting there about, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to take this island into the, the new phase of where this world is going to go. I, I just... Donna calls them demolition Democrats. Um, That's a very good word. The hurricane was also 700 miles away. That's a good point, Troy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, With all of these things that are going on. um, I I just really find it hard to believe that nobody else sees what we do, at least the people commenting. Correct. That there's something else going on. That it wasn't just a fire. Because I know it's easier in life just to accept what government tells you, accept what media tells you. It is easier. Accept... Yeah, oh yeah, it's it just everything. It's how it is, you know. We're just it's just nature. Away. It's just global warming, and even if you don't believe in global warming, you know, <clears> hurricanes <throat> happen. That happens, and it's Hawaii. Where I, what I've heard is it's Hawaii. Volcanoes happen there. All of that happens there. That's why you don't go there. And I'm like, yeah, that's not what this is. 
<laughs> Pam says, Novik, I'm quite sane. Once again, this is Cancel This, Cancel the Show.com. Jump in on the chat line if you want to. Uh, we'd love the live interaction on the podcast. Clearly, many people, most people are watching or listening after the show is live, but you can jump in while we are live Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on our website, Cancel This Show.com. Uh, interesting story here. Tracy says, a guy I went to high school with used to be on the news in Phoenix. He's a Democrat. I would love to get him to chat on here. We have to agree to disagree on many things. And I almost blocked him after he and I had a conversation about Jared Schmitz. Jared Schmitz, Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, who was one of the 13 Marines killed in the debacle, uh, the murder of 13 Marines in Kabul at the airport, Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. uh, his dad, interesting you bring up Jared Schmitz because his yes. dad, Mark Schmitz, will be on the show on Thursday, uh, talking about an event coming up and just the latest that happened in regards to all 13, literally all 13 families mm -hmm. having an issue, yes. saying that the government's lying to them about what happened, even going as far to say that some of these men didn't even die in the explosion, but they were Correct. taken places Yes, and then somehow ended up unalived. Um, anyway, when I brought up Jared Schmitz, and the shit show wrongdoing that happened there, This she's talking about this guy that was on the news. He came back at me with, well, Jared signed up for it. He knew what could happen. He is always posting his pro-Democrat rants. Yeah, get him on. We'll talk. Yeah, I would love to hear him talk because uh, Democrats do say that. Democrats are not typically the ones that go into the military. And if they are a police officer and something happens to them, you don't ever hear the bad side of it. I would love to have one of them come on and actually look one of us in the eyes and say, oh, yeah, he deserved it. Or he signed up for it. And they, they say that about police officers and military. Yet police officers. I hope that's not being said. Oh, they say, but Democrats what say it callous, all the time. What a irresponsible, uh, weak thing to say self-entitled thing to yes, say. Yes, yes. They're the little weasels And unprovoked at the same anybody. time. Yes, it drives me crazy. As as a daughter of a police officer, I heard that growing up all the time. Oh, well, you know, you, your dad signed up for this, so when he leaves out this door, then, you know, he could be killed instead of we need to protect the people who protect us. It's so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh, man. Um, the, the Hawaii situation, though, this it's not over. And now you have no. the, the island, which is burned. If you haven't had a chance to take, take a look at it, check out some of the pictures. We showed some of what was happening yesterday. That death toll now estimated at 99. I think it's going to go higher when I see video of, of burned out buildings. and it's, But it, it doesn't look like a fire. It just doesn't look like a fire to me at all. Mm -hmm. It looks like an explosion. Exactly. You know what? Good point. It does. The video that we have seen looks like an explosion. But once again, uh, if you ask questions, something's wrong with you. If you ask questions, you're a problem child. If you ask questions, mm -hmm. you're a conspiracy theorist. Um, in this day and age where so many events have been documented, so many things are going on, and we'll get to the Trump situation where you know it's evil, it's good versus evil. And I hate to say this, and I never want to get politics about good and evil. Mm-hmm. But man, what's happening with our country going after Donald Trump, it's going to push him over. They won't yes. stop until, well, until he's elected president. Correct. Uh, or he's behind bars or can't mm -hmm. run. This is all about him not 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 getting right they don't want him chance. on the stage they absolutely do not want him on the uh, stage. heather says by the way it's already over 100 that are dead now yes. um 
over a, a fire. Mm-hmm. And I think we all know a, quote, a fire is not going to kill a hundred people. I'm sorry. It, what, yeah. All these, ma- it's just. Because <sighs> mm-hmm. you could get out. I know that people die in a fire. I get that. But it, an explosion will kill a hundred people. But if it's a fire, you have time to get out. <laughs> it's Scott Fawn from the Missouri Times checking in. Um, the My, my political oh, hero in the state of right. Missouri. I love Scott. He's like, I think the Cubs are behind the Maui attack. You know what, Scott? That explains it all. That's exactly what happened. Period. The end. The Cubs did. But but I bet Scott thinks there's that it was a legitimate fire. I don't, Scott. I don't. I think something's behind it, my friend. There's too much crap that's going on with the conference that they had in. I can't even remember what the conference was in January. Um, I, I do know that next month that they have the oh the AI conference for going digital and how the island of Maui will be run by AI. It will be governed by AI. Yes. That conference is scheduled next month. Mm -hmm. And yesterday we told everybody what happened in January where they had a, uh, a global warming event. uh, And then all of a sudden, Oh yeah. Now we've got a massive fire that kills a hundred people. Come on. Mm-hmm. They want to make Come it into on. a smart city. I'm waiting for the next comment from him to jo- jump in. Angie says, Vic, I totally agree with you. Where are the rest of the photos and videos from all over? That's right. David, mm-hmm. thank you. In January, they had their International Smart City Conference. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was held in January. So how Maui could become a smart city, a 15-minute smart city. And then they have the other situation now next month. Oh, yeah, now we're going to bring AI in to run the government. Oprah's house is fine. Everybody else's gets hammered. Sherry says, BlackRock, Klaus Schwab, George Soros, America, enemies, and number one. Scott says, yeah, I've been there. They make an outstanding Captain Morgan. (laughs) But the public resources were pretty suspect. Uh, I appreciate your humor. By the way, you should show up at 930. Max Price will be in studio. And last year, he was voted St. Louis's funniest comedian. He's going to be headlining a show at the Funny Bone, St. Charles. That will be October 17th, that weekend. Uh, Looking forward to having uh, Max come in. St. Louis's own, too. Traveling the country. Super funny dude. So he'll be in at 930. Maybe, Scott, you can come in as well. Okay. Yeah. Scott, come on in. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, come on, drive in. Uh, I think he's in Jefferson City today. Uh, Once again, the Missouri Times. Check out the MissouriTimes.com. Uh, Greg says, just like it's a coincidence that people have various odd instances of health issues in Weldon Springs or North County. Well, you know, and to Greg's point, this is a local thing, so I won't talk on it too terribly long, but St. Charles City is using its very last resource, and now they're totally dependent on St. Louis City water. So hear me again, St. Charles City is now dependent on St. Louis. It's bad news. It it just is. And we've been talking about this water problem the whole time. And I gave kudos to Corey Bush along with Josh Hawley. But now really what's happening? Really? I mean, they're they're working together, but hold those comments. Hold those confident those uh those confident comments that you had, those compliments, Lizzie. Right. I I need to stop complimenting people because as soon as I do, they just (laughs) I mean, ugh. But 
I'm, once again, we'll continue to follow. The, I told you yesterday, I didn't think we'd be back at it, but it, it's just bullshit when you see realtors calling up homes, you see brokers calling up people, people being put in pressure situations. Hey, we're going to give you the world for your land. We want your land. Yeah. And it comes on the heels of the, the they're still smoldering bits of memory and they're being called and said, hey, we want your land. Mm-mm. There's a reason behind it. You bet. Okay, there's a reason. This isn't just, and yeah, we know there are sharks all over the world and people who don't really care about people and they want money and they're money hungry and it's all about power and control. But at the same point in time, when you connect the dots, as I always say, look at the scorecard, not at just the immediate event. What's happened before, what's going on at the present, what's planned for the future. And then you look at everything that's going on there. Gee, the circumstances really do add up. Just keep your head on a swivel when it comes to Hawaii and Maui. And if it happened there, it could happen a lot of places. I just can't figure out why the world elites want that section or that area. Obviously, it's beautiful. It's out in the open. It's uh, got access to water. I, I just... And of course, it's the, the, the one of the nicest places, the coolest places in all of Maui as well. But that's why they want it, for sure. If you want to go like really conspiracy deep, this is something that I just have a feeling that we're repaying a debt to China. Just, just. Gosh, you know what? That's not far fetched. I don't think that's far. Explain. So we are well, we we are in debt. Well, we were in debt to China, correct? Well, yeah, they own a lot. Right. of American Very land. Ale- so China. now that, you know, the American dollar is crashing, we're repaying oh. a debt. I think that's why we're being invaded. I think that that has a lot to do with everything, but that's just my personal belief. Well, that could very well be. That could very, I mean, that could very well be. And even, <clears throat> and even to your point of that, Oprah and Obama are behind that too. So, I mean, I don't think, and people think, oh, it's not Oprah. She's just so great. She gives away free cars. She's also the person that allowed sex trafficking in her little, her little school for African children. Money talk. Did we have, did we have proof of that too? I've heard rumors. I, I will give you all the information I have. There's quite a bit of it. And she talked and talked and talked about it. And then now when she's accused of it, she's gone dark on that talk. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, you can- come on, Oprah. You're a talker. Yeah. Oh, but Oprah's quiet about that now. I guess I don't. She's under- all part of the Epstein thing. I just don't understand. And people think you're spot on, Joe. I don't understand why we would have to blow up Maui and take innocent lives to repay a debt. How does China benefit? I guess well, I'm missing the because point. Because whatever is going to result of that. Correct. Like the smart city, the stuff that would come over from China. You're, there's probably something to be said for that. It's- wow. Okay, now I see. Buying land, if they were given land or Mm -hmm. took up China, though. Yeah, well, they're buying land all over. They have it even here in Missouri. We are in such a debt to them. Yes, they want Maui. Yeah, and they're in bad they're in bad financial straits as well. They really are. But then, but that's okay. I I see where it's going, but I just don't know about if that's going to be enough payment for an entire country in that small area. But but I I can see where you're going with it now. There's more, and not only that everything that's come across the border into the the mainland hawaiian farmland um aaron says china wants missouri kansas illinois farmland yeah i can see that we've talked about that we've seen those things happen in the past um for sure anyway it's 
It, it's certainly it's certainly a conspiracy theory, and I didn't know if we'd be talking about it again today, but we are um, just because more and more videos are coming out of Maui now. Um, there's still some parts where they're still fighting yes. alleged fires in Maui. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, the videos we've seen, I have seen, it, it doesn't look normal. No, uh, the cars don't look normal. Um, how there's alleged fires where they are. I mean, literally where there's no trees, cars on cars look like they've been burned right next to water where there's no trees. And it's like, how would a fire jump from car to car uh-huh. when there's at least five feet of space between it? It just, none of it makes sense, but you're not going to find it on local media, national media, and you've got to go and look and study it for yourself. Mm -hmm. We're talking about it. We're not experts on it. We're sharing the same thoughts you may have if you go and look at some of the video that's out there and see everything that's going on. Uh, David says, my thoughts are more along the lines of the locals wouldn't sell. And that's a fact. We showed you those videos yesterday on Mm canceltheshow.com. Locals have not been selling to elites and power companies, even for high dollar prices correct more than what that we don't want to sell we don't want your money we want to live in the area that we live in right now leave us alone leave our families alone david goes on to say and the elites wanted the locally owned properties Mm -hmm. don't pay taxes it makes sense david that's right that's kind of where i'm going with that i i feel that's an educated uh take because of what we have seen there's a reason people were trying to be moved out Elites want the area. They want the land for whatever reason. Go figure Oprah lives right there in the midst of everything. And I guess this is one of those stories that we'll see played out in time. Do locals get to keep their land? Do elites come in and run them out? Who are these elites? Where does the money funnel back to? What groups? Because the money will always show in a situation like this where it's coming from and what's happening. Uh, this is Cancel This, canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks. Projo in the house, running the boards and making sure we look good, sound as good as we possibly can. Coming up at 9.30. In just under an hour, we've got Max Price. Uh, last year was voted St. Louis's Funniest Guy. He's headlining uh, St. Charles Funny Bone October 17th. We're getting serious here, but we'll have some fun coming up at 9.30 with Max. Have him in, promote the show, talk to him about cancel culture comedy i want to find out who he was motivated by um because i is there there's really not are there comedians well we'll get into the comedians who the best comedians are who's really making it just seems like it's changed to me so much Mm -hmm. Um, there's not like one massive person or two people it seems like there's a lot but who knows we'll talk to him about that coming up uh, once again, Angie said to just follow the money. All right, let's get into this whole Donald Trump bullshit because it's more bullshit. Yep. Donald Trump did say, I need one more uh-huh. indictment to uh-huh. put me over the top. Well, he got it. And there, the fourth indictment has now come down. They're, they're trying a new strategy. And if you don't think that Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, uh, tagged to Donald Trump isn't involved in the latest Fulton County situation. Think again. Um, The, the DA in Fulton County, I'm trying to remember her name right now. It's somebody will tell it to me. Her name is Fanny Willis. Yeah. Fanny. Uh, Fanny's full of shit. Fanny is full. Fanny is very politically motivated. Uh Fanny's a hardcore, deep liberal Democrat. Yes. I know what I said, Joe. Uh (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, she's trying to make a name for herself. Whether she wanted to or not, whether she was tasked to the situation or not, she's involved. Um, she, she's mm-hmm. already shown us what she's about. This lie, this crap that they're throwing against the wall gets released on her website, on the district right. attorney's website, before it even went to the grand jury. Correct. Once again, there's not a fucking indictment anywhere right. that's going to turn Republicans and Trump supporters away. Democrats already tra- hate Trump are not going to be moved by no. this anymore. No. This is all an attempt. And I don't, man, I don't, I think independents, if any, if they're doing anything, I disagree with some Democrat friends of mine. I think if anything, they would push more towards Trump I think so than too. push away. This isn't about that. This is to stop him from running. Correct. They because they the see stage. they see the massive red wave coming. Yes. They see the Trump train rolling down the track, mm-hmm. crushing everything in its sight, and they're shocked, they're pissed, they're afraid, they're scared, and more than anything, their stomach just burns because they hate the man. Yes. They hate freedom. They hate everything that you're about. Mm-hmm. They hate patriots. They hate they hate giving up control. That's what this is all about. Yes. It's about Donald Trump trying to make America great again. And for all of his deficiencies, there's nobody better that could lead this country right now. And you know it. Give me one person who would be better. There isn't. There isn't. Even the people that have high hopes, they're not ready. And the people, who do the Democrats have? Nobody. They have nobody. No one. And they know it. They absolutely know it. They have no one. And as you said, the Trump train is going down the tracks and it's even picking uh, up steam, if you, if you could imagine that. And in the midst of all, I mean, just think about all the breakdown here. So, we're, I mean, there's a lot to break down. Not only does this dumbass DA do this where it gets released on, her, on their website before it even goes to the grand jury. The dumbass does it at 11 o'clock Eastern time when she's had two and a half years to do this. And I know I'm being hardcore, but this is total crap that's being played out. And the media just says, oh yeah, we'll be there with a the camera. We won't ask you any tough questions. Uh, she was asked if she's had any involvement with Jack Smith and she wouldn't confirm or deny. Mm-hmm. She just was mums the word there. So one, she's a liar. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't say two, and they can say, and two, and that would not hurt her investigation. Two, it's released on the website first. So you already see this is an absolute joke. It's a lie. It's a farce. It's a game. It's whatever you want to say it is. And then it's now 19 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All going to be tried at the same time. Racketeering charges uh-huh. and RICO charges. Now, Alan Dershowitz is amazing. He is an amazing attorney and educator. He breaks it down here. Here, He was on with Hannity last night. And just listen to this video with Alan Dershowitz explaining what she's doing, why she's trying to do this, and where this is trying to go. Because when he explained this, it all makes 100 perfect sense to me. Joel, go ahead and pop that up, and then you can hear from one of the best well, legal advisors. Well, first of all, we should take it all seriously, the fact that there was a grand jury indictment. It means nothing. It's the prosecutor who indicted. It means nothing. The best evidence of that is that it was on his website before the grand jury even voted. Now, the whole strategy of all these four cases is to get a conviction before the election, even if they're going to lose on appeal. I used to teach my students, many of them future prosecutors, if you bring a RICO case, that increases your chances of winning a trial and losing on appeal. 
The same thing is true with conspiracy and other cases involving mental states. And so all four of these cases are designed to get quick, quick convictions in jurisdictions that are heavily loaded against Donald Trump. And these prosecutors don't care as much as prosecutors generally do about having the convictions reversed on appeal, because that will happen after the election, which only goes to prove what I've been arguing now for for months. If you're going after the man who's running against your incumbent president, you would darn well better have the strongest case possible. And these are among the four, at least three of them, three weakest cases I've ever seen against any candidate. We don't know about the fourth, but it seems like it's very much like the D.C. case. And if you're going after the man running for president against your person, you have to have the strongest case. Otherwise, it becomes a banana republic. Anybody can prosecute anybody. And we're opening the door to prosecution of Democrats by Republicans, Republicans by Democrats. It's what Alexander Hamilton wrote in The Federalist is the most dangerous threat to democracy. And we're seeing it unfold in front of our eyes very, very tragically. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Trump supporter, but I care deeply about the Constitution. I care deeply about preserving the rule of law. And we're seeing it being frittered away for partisan political purposes. Let me- yeah. OK. Well said. Not a Trump supporter, not a conservative. And he is explaining it for you. What's going on? Every the Democrats know the deep state, the elites know that if there is a fair election, if Donald, even if there wasn't, that this country's behind Donald Trump, and if he doesn't get to run, or if he runs for office and didn't win, there's going to be massive, massive hysteria here. There if he runs for hysteria. office and wins, they lose. Correct. They've got to stop him. And we've talked about that on this show. I've mm-hmm. talked about it. The whole key is to get Donald Trump to not run. Exactly. They're trying to use his resources. They're going to make trial dates the day of a rally. The good thing about that is they're going to make this live. They're going to make the trial live. And that is literally going to be good for his campaign. Not bad. It could be. Here's, and that's a good point you bring up. It's a state case. And since it's a state case, you can have television. Correct. Correct. And that's that's why this is happening. Yes. Every, the, we got to get him out. We got a bad mm-hmm. orange guy. We got to do whatever we can to make him look bad. That's what this is all about. Also, you had this smug, oh, just thug police guy going, well, in this state, we're going to take a mug shot. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, once again, they want the mug shot. Boy, they do. And I think they get it this time. You just continue to throw crap against a wall. Yes. Do what you can, as Dershowitz was talking about. Easy to maybe get a conviction in a RICO case. Uh-huh. Or I could knowing that you're going to lose on appeal, but it stops the Trump train, or at least tries. The attempt is to stop the Trump train from rolling down the track. The other portion is she wants his trial to start in February. Correct. And we don't know which of the four will start first. Um, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I laugh because they won't stop. And I told you on the show after the first one, you're going to see them over and, and over, over and over. over again. Yes. Because, and all they have done is they have emboldened Donald Trump. They have. They have emboldened him. They have made his followers more apt to follow. They have strengthened the cause. Mm-hmm. And now this is only, this is only... This is only strength, and they don't care. They're just doing what they can to stop him. They want him in prison. They want the mugshot. 
They're doing everything they can. And I'm sorry, nobody in their right mind would go through the crap that Donald Trump has. And they started the bullshit on the first day of when he was sworn in. Something bad is going on. And I do believe, and you can call me crazy, and I've ripped Trump on this show too. He is standing in the way of them coming after us. Correct. Correct. And the only part that I'm concerned about, I think that this is a nothing burger. I pray it doesn't stick. But I had heard a professor out of New York, and I believe it was called Turo University, says the reason why they're trying him in state, even though they're federal charges, is because if they do put him in jail, he has to stay there. Him or anyone of the 19 that are convicted of this have to stay in jail for five years without a pardon he's not going to jail well i hope he doesn't yeah i hope he does not <laughs> because it also brings up another situation of a president being guarded by secret service 24 7 yeah what would they do not the let him have lives. secret service there, there are so many aspects to this whole case it's once again it's a big hoopla distraction as we try to educate people on this show people can hate trump all they want mm-hmm. it, they can yell it. it's it, it's a side show it's the circus it's all of these things. Unfortunately, we can talk about it being a sideshow circus, but if you don't think that it will affect you at some point in time, do you like how life's going? Is no. your life better than it was no, a few no. years ago? Uh, how are your bank accounts? Are we really in a better situation in America under Joe Biden, who, by the way, has done shit for Hawaii? Um, you know what? Can we, can we play? This is some people's commander-in-chief. I mean, being asked about Hawaii... I mean, he is the guy. It's just, there's nobody running our damn country. And that's why our country sucks right now because you have somebody like Joe Biden. Listen, here, here he, he's asked if he's going to have a comment on Maui. And he's, uh, nothing there. And he smiled. Oh my gosh. I want to call him. There's a hundred freaking people oh. dead, you dumbass. I mean, okay. Yes, I'm glad you called him a dumbass. I know. I'm, I'm he's in an it today. Evil I'm sorry. I should, dumb, no, I'm, but you're right. I'm That's so what, frustrated. Me too. He is an evil, heartless dumbass, whether it's Biden one, Biden two. Whether or not the government did Hawaii or however it happened, where the hell are you, the commander in chief? You smile like an a-hole and then you get in there and you ride your little bike in Delaware. He is an awful human being. I said it. Every Democrat, you can come after me. Mm. Defend that bullshit. That is ridiculous. Chris says, Donald Trump gets in. If he doesn't go scorched earth on these people, this country will be lost. Uh The rod is too deep to just remove a few pieces. And... You know, people can say we're, we're crazy for saying what we're saying. Thanks for running that, Joe. But the bottom line is you see what they're trying to do to Donald Trump. Can we show the timeline? We're talking about four indictments in 2024. Four. Four. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of crap. Anything and everything to stop Donald Trump. Yet there are people. I just hate him so much. Anybody but Donald Trump. Any. Really? Really? Uh-huh. Who else instead of Donald Trump? Really? April 4th, indicted by the Manhattan DA. Joke. Two months later, June 13th, Trump indicted Miami federal classified docs probe. Total joke. August 1st, a couple months later, Trump indicted in D.C. federal election probe. Of course, let's see what we can throw in. Mm -hmm. August 14th, of course, Trump indicted by the Fulton County DA. And by the way, in Fulton County, (laughs) you want to talk about one of the most Democrat right places in all america they've only voted for a republican twice the last time was 1972 
Republican presidential candidate, 1972. That's it. Fulton County, Georgia is all liberal. So now you get an idea when you see what's going on, why the DA is doing what she is doing. Uh, Weak ass, as Alan Dershowitz just said, I'm not a conservative, not a Trump supporter, but this is, he just told you it's a joke. Um, Spread the word. It's a joke. Um, be polite, but you'll see people, oh, Trump, 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 Trump. Mm-hmm. I think the more that they throw, I don't realize that Democrats and supporters of Democrats realize just what they're doing and how silly and stupid they uh-huh. look. It's like, oh my God, we can't get him here. We're going to try something else. We can't get him here. Mm-hmm. Let's try something else. Yes. I mean, they look absolutely ridiculous. They look like the very thing they call us Trump supporters is like white, ugly rednecks. That's what they look like. They look like they absolutely don't know what they're doing. They're uneducated. They're stupid. And they're just vengeful and scared like little mice running around. They look ridiculous. And speaking of Fulton County, have you been there recently? I've never been. To, well, I've driven through Fulton County, it but it's been like 20 years. crime ridden, infested hellhole. And when she was on TV The last DA's night, another Kim Gardner. That's exactly right. <laughs> I said that last night when I'm watching. I'm like, she even makes this. The same mannerisms. I mean, they're not very smart. Kim Gardner's situation, from a professional standpoint, I don't know her personally. Well, well, that's what I'm talking about too. I don't know either one of these women um, at all. But if you look at how they got some donation money, they both got money from Soros. So that is something that I've researched. Their campaigns and their, oh, what do you want to call it? Their, their little funds, their little pocket of money. They've got Soros money. Both of them did. Um, well, Trump's campaign came out with a post yesterday, too. We'll show you that. They had a statement yes. regarding what was going on, all the stuff that was going on. Um, they're, they're totally 100% against this. They'll fight it. They, they say what we've been saying. They said the Fulton County District Attorney's Office has once again shown that they have no respect for the integrity of the grand jury process. This was not a simple administrative mistake. This talking about the release on their website before this even went to the grand jury. This whole situation is an absolute farce. They said, yet it somehow made its way to the clerk's office and was signed a case number and a judge before the grand jury even deliberated. So not one local TV news station, not one nationals TV news station should even do the story without saying that line. They shouldn't. Mm -mm. The Trump team goes on to say this was emblematic of the pervasive and glaring constitutional violations which have plagued this case from its very inception. And it won't. And something else will come. If these don't work, something else will come. It will go all the way up to the election. And it started the day that Donald J. Trump was sworn in as president of the United States. It's not going to stop. There is a mission. There is an action because he knows things and he is stopping things. And as he said, he's standing in the way. And as much ego and pride as that man has, he could be living a much better life. Absolutely. He has nothing to gain by being nope. president. You're right. He has nothing to gain. And something that you said that started when he got elected, this actually started before he even came down the elevator. As soon as he, there was even an inkling he was going to run, they've been after him and spying on him and treating him like crap and demeaning him and already being on every social media platform talking about him. This has been going on for too long. Yeah. And we run a scroll at the bottom of our screen, defendtrump.org. Once again, defendtrump.org. You can go there. You can sign up. You can sign the uh, action that we have the call to action, so to speak, that would certainly help. uh, And we get that out there as well. Pam says, where are the constitutional lawyers? Pam, just put it this way. 
I feel as if Donald Trump knows this is coming. I knew, I, I have a feeling that he was kind of saying, well, all I need is one more, one more indictment mm-hmm. and it'll put me off. Because I think that they know behind the scenes. There's Absolutely. Much of this plays out before we, the public, even know. Correct. Just Correct. like movies. I'm serious. Yes. I, I, there's a lot of things that go on. We find out at the very end what people want us to know. Correct. Um, Reuters said, yeah, Reuters caught the grand jury indictment posted way before they were even convened for a vote. Um, we already know it's the same thing that happened in the Manhattan case. They go to a grand jury in an all liberal area and it doesn't take much. As they always say, you can quote, go after a ham sandwich. You can indict a ham sandwich. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to see that happen as well. Uh, yeah, Angie, you can sign it. Just go to defendtrump.org. Defendtrump.org. Uh, Pam also says, very true, Vic. We know it's coming. The problem that we have here is when you break down all the evidence, once again, each of these indictments, it's dirty. It doesn't add up. It's they, they know they're not going to get anything. It's all about making the man look bad. As Lizzie said earlier, taking funds away, not allowing him to be out campaigning as much to stop him, which shows you what you need to know. Yeah, it tells you everything that you He's need to know. He's by far the best man for the job. Whether you like him or not, whether you agree with him or not, uh, whether you like his personality or not, mm-hmm. there's a reason that people are going after Donald Trump so hard. And this time, including 18 others, 19 yes. total people. I, I mean, it, it's we're talking about dumbass charges. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah including solicitation of violation of oath by a public officer because they're questioning an election. Look what Hillary Clinton did after 2016. Right? 10 times worse. I mean, 10 times worse than anything Donald Trump did. And there's video evidence of it. But of course, the deep state won't go after Hillary Clinton. And we know why. Um, violation of oath by a public officer. Conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree more. Give me a break. Oh, yeah, we're going to go after the chief of staff, Mark Meadows. We're going to go after Rudy Giuliani, Ginny Ellis, uh, Jeff Clark. More charge because we're trying to cause as many problems as we possibly can. Um, and this gets back to because Trump insisted during a phone call with Georgia's Secretary of State that he had won the state of Georgia following the 2020 election because there were so many issues as we saw there. The same sort of issues that we saw in Arizona with Kerry Lake, but of course media doesn't want to cover it because it's easy. We want to collect our checks. We don't want to go out and really try to find the things that we need to find. Trump did urge him to find enough votes to reverse the state's results. And that's where this all goes from. Um, and, And then of course, the left is grandstanding this on the heels again of everything that's happening with Joe Biden, with Hunter Biden, with evidence. And every time the house oversight committee comes out with something on the Bidens, the Trump train takes a shot, but it keeps on rolling. And then really MSNBC and all of their evil is going to bring on Hillary Clinton to talk about justice working. Wow, I saw that. And her <laughs> face was pure evil. And Jessica said something on the chat line that she used to think the devil was fictitious. All you had to do yesterday was watch 
Hillary Clinton's face talking to Rachel Maddow and you knew the devil lives. The devil was on, I, I think both of them. Yes. No, both I'm sorry. Of them. I shouldn't have said evil, that. No, no. Oh, well, it's, you know what? The devil, maybe they're not exactly the devil, but they are definitely influenced by evil, which is Satan. Their faces were so dark and so evil. And don't take my word for it. After the show, go and look at that clip. It was just, it gave me chills up my back knowing that evil really does dwell among us. And a lot of people who even were Christians have thought, you know, okay, I know that's Satan, but he's down in a hole down there with a red face. No, evil is roaming our earth. And there are people like Hillary. They well, are evil. evil. Well, regardless of that entire situation, who else besides Trump to run this country? Really? No one. There isn't no anybody. One. There's I mean, great people on. that'll come up. And there, there's no they're not ready yet. Close. No, not to take on this deep <laughs> swamp. I mean, and we're continuing to see this stuff. Remember, deep breath. It's another distraction. Destroy Trump as best as we can. We can't have him run. This whole situation is about Trump not running. Jack Smith fails in his job as a special prosecutor if, if he can't stop Trump from running. If Trump runs, the left loses, and it's mm -hmm. end of story. Mm -hmm. And it's end of line for those people who are doing the crap that they're doing. Jack Smith is in coordination with every one of these DAs Correct. around the country. It's a coordinated effort that's ongoing because they can't stop Donald Trump. And guess why they can't stop Donald Trump? Because of you. Yes. Because, because of, of the, the viewers. People. Because mm -hmm. of the people that continue to go out and support him because there's nobody else on the Republican side nope. that has a shot. And Republicans know this. They know it. I mean, Ron DeSantis's team was waving the white flag. Correct. Republicans know. They're not even running many ads. No. I mean, I saw an ad for Perry Johnson. Who? Perry Johnson on Fox this morning. <laughs> He's throwing an ad. It's like, what? And who? Who? I mean, it, it's, I mean, literally, that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. Stop Trump from running. Yes. If they can, then they win. If they don't, they lose. And that's why it's an all out assault on this man, Correct. his family, his reputation. Yet he still fights the good fight. Yeah. That's why I try to find, it's like, I've gained a lot more respect for Trump in this. I know who he is and he's not going to change because there were times where he really pissed me off by how he acted. And I'm sorry, but the whole presidential thing has gone out the window and imagine being treated day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out by people, by media, by deep state. And you're supposed to be perfect all the time. I'm starting to understand it a little more. Uh, do I wish there was somebody that might have talked better or, or, or been very president? Sure. But well, that's it, but it's an act. Yeah, it is. And you are exactly and like not most real. people. They didn't like the tweeting. They liked his policies and they didn't like his, you know, counterpunching and all of that. I was on the other extreme. I love every bit of his <laughs> boldness, his tweeting, his getting out there because we played nice. E you know, even the Bushes act like they were nice. Even Ronald Reagan it was such a wonderful speaker and I loved it. We can't have this. Just as I said, evil is among us and if we don't come out counterpunching and tweeting and doing all those things, we have no country. So he's got to act like that. We can't act presidential anymore. And, and some days I only wish it only because people like yourself and others would wish he would be more presidential. You know what? Who gives a frick? Just, you know, come out and tweet and write things. And we've got to take our country back. And these soft people, they're probably not getting out of their basement and voting anyway. I don't know what is going to happen, where this is all going to go. But I can tell you the situation that's happening now 
it, it made me sick to see it happen again. I'm not surprised, but I can tell you there are Democrats who revel. Oh yeah, they're going after, but there are people who just, they eat up that MSNBC. They eat up mm, they the do. stuff. They just give me some more. Give me some more. Oh, I hate Trump so bad. Give me some more. Give me some more. And they don't even realize they're burning themselves in their own pot of water. Mm -hmm. They're burning, they're boiling themselves, and they don't even get it. So uh, just keep in mind, this is what's happening. It's not going to stop. It's going to continue to be the massive distraction so that Trump can't, I repeat, so that Trump can't run for office Correct. for a fourth time. He does have lawyers on his side. He does have constitutional lawyers. They know what's coming. Um I remember Robert Peterball jumping on here saying, well, maybe Trump's a part of it. God, I hope he's not a part of it because then we would all be in trouble and nobody would go through this kind of hell for this. There's no way. Uh, there is a difference. The DOJ does not treat Republicans the same way that they treat Democrats. We have now started to see it, which is why you've just got to keep, if you are the House Oversight Committee, keep pumping that information out about the Bidens, about the crime family, about Hunter. And then hopefully somehow, somewhere our country doesn't fall into more of an abyss as we're already seeing, uh, you know, billions of hundreds of billions of dollars more trying to go to Ukraine when we won't even go, send it to Maui. What did you see the, that Biden was? Oh, we're going to give each family. I think it was like seven hundred dollars. Uh huh. Seven hundred fifty, I think, to be exact. What the hell are you going to do with that? You can buy one thing of groceries. For your family for not even a month. 700, you need to rebuild freaking Maui is what you need to do. Right, right. And for Maui, the people who live there. Yeah, unreal. Not rebuild Ukraine. Ugh. And once again, all you have to do is look at all the videos of Ukraine. I'm telling you, yeah, there are a couple war places. Ukraine is doing just fine. Just fine. And so is Zelensky. This is cancel this canceltheshow.com. Uh, I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo in the house. Uh, we're grateful for everybody who supports this complete auto body repair uh, show sponsor, seven climate controlled facilities around the St. Louis metro area. Um, they're always looking for techs. They're looking for people who are in sales. Um, I got a request yesterday for the information. A guy who is the head body tech at a big car dealership in the air and said, I'm just not happy anymore. So they're reaching out to complete auto body care. Those things happen. Um, strategic air services where we broadcast live out of the best luxury private airline you're going to find. You can actually call them and find out. It may blow your mind to find out certain places where you can fly. You can fly private and you beat all of the hassle of flying commercially and it's not that much more expensive. It'll blow your mind. Uh, give them a call to try to find out. Look up the website. Let them know you heard about them from canceltheshow.com. Experience Realty, Kathy Helbig Strick, Steve Strick. They come in on Wednesdays. They also New Age Wellness. We had a terrific uh, segment with New Age Wellness last week. Um, give them a call, 314-276-SOLD, 314-276-SOLD. Uh, grateful for Vehicle Protection Group. Uh, email Todd at vpcnetwork.com. They're looking for a few people. Once again, Vehicle Protection Group, that's Todd at vpcnetwork.com. You can find them on our website at canceltheshow.com. Once again, canceltheshow.com. We do our Weed Wednesday segments with Greenlight Dispensary. We talk with those general managers on a weekly basis, promoting their products, the biggest cannabis 
company in the state. They offer the most products and they also offer the best prices. You can also download the discount code from our website at canceltheshow.com. For those watching, you can see it. Take it in. You can get a discount on a purchase of your favorite cannabis products. Also, Rockwood Charcoal. Uh, you know it's the best charcoal when it breaks apart in your hand. That's pure charcoal, the best charcoal in the country. It's always known. It's made in the Show Me State, Missouri, and that's where Rockwood is based. They are a national brand, and of course, they're out there to help you. And of course, Carol House Furniture, because you like nice things, let them know when you head out there that canceltheshow.com is where you uh, hear about them. And of course, that helps us out as well. All right, this is cancel this canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. Um, you can always catch us Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central Time and all the time on our website, canceltheshow.com, coming up this week. Uh, the guy who's leading the Missouri gubernatorial race at this time by a whole lot, Jay Ashcroft, he'll be joining us Friday morning. We'll have him live. Uh, he'll be talking about some of the things not only happening from a national standpoint, but clearly in the state of Missouri. We've also got that free-for-all segment. Um, super media star, I don't know, she's probably up to four or five million followers right now, Kelly Mano. Uh She'll be on with us. She focuses on Gen X comedy online. You can check her out on Instagram, TikTok. Eric Johnson will be in studio for her in that nine o'clock hour as well. Uh, Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz was one of the 13 Marines murdered in Afghanistan. His father, Mark Schmitz, will be joining us on Thursday uh, to talk about an event that he has coming up, plus hearings that just took place a few weeks ago. Really sad when you have 13 families all saying the same thing. The government's lying to us. We can't get answers. Why is this like pulling teeth? We should know what happened to our family members, yet this is dragging on and on and on. And then when we do get answers, they don't add up. That's coming up on Thursday. Tomorrow, of course, our Weed Wednesday segment with Greenlight and Kathy Helbig and Steve Strick. We've got a lot. We continue to bring you those top interviews uh, that we can, not only locally in the state of Missouri, but across the country as well. Um, we have another big story that's going on right now. And for, this one really hit me home, and I may surprise people where I'm going with this. But Michael Oher mm -hmm. <clears throat> from The Blind Side. Have you seen what happened? He came out yesterday. He filed a petition in the state of Tennessee to end his conservatorship and get money paid back to him from the movie The Blind Side. He is alleging that he was tricked by the Tuies. The family portrayed the movie to sign a conservatorship when he was 18. He said that they tricked him. They tricked him so they could make money off his name, image, and likeness. Okay, it's getting a lot of attention around the country. Well, I'm grateful, grateful, grateful that the Tuies responded. Yes. So the Tuies came out and responded and said, that's not true. They got each of the Tuies, and Michael says he's never made any money off the movie, but they say that that's not true. They each were given, the Tuies were given $225,000, which had nothing to do with a conservatorship and 2% of future earnings and then people from a book deal gave them the book deal was associated with it well here's what it's interesting all of a sudden they say one we've never asked for any money we didn't go out and look for money um we haven't made any money off of michael um it wasn't a trick the only way michael could go to college at 18 he had to sign like he was with the family. He was not going to be able to go to mm -hmm, college mm -hmm. with the conservatorship. They've offered to end the conservatorship for Michael, who's now a grown ass man. Correct. And said, we still love him. 
we raised him. Mm-hmm. This selfish piece of shit, which is what I'm going to call him. I agree. Would not even have made it through high school if it wasn't for that family. Mm -hmm. Goes to college, is supported in college by the family. Mm -hmm. And the only thing he's ever said to date to to this point in time was, well, the movie wasn't all that true. Or he said there Mm -hmm. were some, there are parts of the movie that were not true. Um, It's interesting. Joe says, if they weren't white, none of this would be happening. Yeah, um, yeah. Look at he, Colin Kaepernick's family. Same thing. Oh, same what thing. a piece of shit. He's the first one. Yeah, I mean, it, th- this is the same thing going on, and they do that. I learned this firsthand. We did something very similar and kind of took in a football player that was his parents left him and went to Oklahoma. And what an ungrateful piece of shit. The same thing. It's that same thing. You take people in and you try to help them. And then all of a sudden, they want even more from you and more from you because it's never enough. Now, is it these pieces of shits we're talking about? Are they advised by people? Are they advised by others? I I think so. Mm -hmm. I think people can get in people's heads. We know that. Yeah, we do Um, know that. I, I just, when I look at that whole situation, I'm like, I started to hear Michael Orher rumble a few years back. Well, I, it wasn't all that true uh, or there was yeah. something. And then he was like, all of a sudden, like coming out against the family. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why would you do that after they took you in? Correct. He doesn't deny that they took him in, took care of him. Yes. Tutored him up, made sure that he would not have even gone to college. He would have been a Correct. person Correct. of the damn streets. Yes, it, it is. It is so sad that that is happening. And the ungratefulness, even if he has a problem with them, then he needs to go to them like a human being instead of blast this out there. And that typically is the person you need to look at the person that's this blasting this disrespectfulness out They're Obviously, things didn't happen the way they wanted it. And more than likely, they caused it. It's not the person, the other person. And he's just a an absolute. Uh, it's just jerk. self. Yeah, it's selfish. He's, he is. He's it's selfish. an entitled. It's an entitled deal. Yes. Um. Yes. I, I just, when I saw this come out, I was like, really? Yeah. He, he's yeah. Re- and then the, the problem with it is, is that when you hit the media first with something, you're guilty until you're proven innocent. Correct. That's and then exactly people right. started to rip this family without knowing any of the details. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, wait a second, people. I started seeing her post online. And I'm like, don't believe this yet. Right. Make right. sure... Make sure you have all the details. And this goes with anything, with politics, with indictments on Trump, with Maui, all the things that we talk about. Just make sure you know the details. Mm -hmm. Because so many times we don't. We hear these these things going, oh, oh, how dare this family do what they're doing? Well, the Tuohys, they finally came out and and started talking about the whole situation. And... (laughs) Uh, Michael, he he also claimed that he, that he was never adopted, um, but the family said that we're devastated. Literally, they're devastated. I'm sure they are. Just after so raising hurt. now, I've also learned in life too that hurt people hurt people. So clearly, That's true. His mom was not the best. He didn't have a good upbringing. Yes. Thank God for the twoies who actually took care of him. Uh, entitled society has probably told him, you deserve this, you deserve that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, it's, 
anytime you do something nice for somebody or loving, mm-hmm. don't expect something back. Yeah, don't ever I'm expect lear- it back. I'm learning, yeah, don't. I'm learning this the slow way in, lo- in, in my life. Yes. Do it out of the goodness of your heart. Correct. Because if you expect something back from somebody... More often, more often than not, you're going to be disappointed. That is, that's very true. And I think most people come to a point that they realize that. And it's always a good thing to still do good. I think it's absolutely good to do good. And if, and if they don't return it, that's fine. That wasn't their job. Maybe, maybe their job was to pass it on. It's the coming back at good people is more and more happening because people have become more titled, entitled, more self-absorbed, more selfish, me, 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 me. And even the people that do good and try to make things good for someone else you said you hit the nail on the head hurt people hurt people and they go after the one that probably helped them the most when things are wrong in their life um the twoies came out and said we're devastated uh they also says said it's upsetting to think we would make money off of any of our children Mm -hmm. but we're gonna love michael at 37 just like we loved him at 16 what good people. I mean, that statement, maybe there's something behind it we can't see, but I believe them. You don't You don't take a child in your home hoping to get anything out of them. You love them, regardless of whether they're adopted or not. That's irrelevant, actually. Um, he goes on to say that, and this is, this is interesting. I mean, really listen to this quote. We did not make any money off the movie. This is what Mr. Tui said. He said, well, Michael Lewis, the author of the book, The Blind Side, gave us half of his share. Everybody in the family got an equal share, including Michael. I repeat, including Michael, we've got equal shares. It was about $14,000 each. We were never offered money. We never asked for money. My money is well documented. You can look it up how much I sold my company for. And by the way, Mr. Tui was and is worth millions of dollars. But of course, early bird gets a worm. Get that media thing out there. Mm -hmm. The Tuohys are bad people. Michael Orr should be ashamed of himself for what he has done. Yes. And he is old enough to know the difference between Mm -hmm. right and wrong. Yes. And unless CTE kicked in from his long NFL experience and he has massive head injuries and he can't remember and there's a massive medical issue... Michael Orher has just proved to be the biggest jerk on the planet yes, yes. for doing this and taking this public with the Tuohys, especially when the Tuohys prove what they say. Now, Sean Tuohy, the dad, who's now 63 years old, went on to discuss the money surrounding the film. He says, money's the last thing I or my family ever needed. Mm-hmm. The last thing I needed was forty grand from a movie. Correct. They were doing well beforehand. They, they were millionaires. Yes, they didn't I need will, this money. I will say it's upsetting. I'm sure that people would think I would want to make money off any of my children. But the sad thing is, I was reading a lot of posts yesterday. Most of them from African Americans. That's how white people act. That's what they'll do. They'll come after you. They'll take you for you. And I'm like. This is what Michael Orher does. As we try to become a country that becomes closer with one another, all this does is divide. It, and that's the last thing we need in this country. Uh, also, Sean Tui goes on to say, regarding Michael's conservatorship claims, 
He says, quote, Michael was obviously living up with us for a very long time. And the NCAA did not like that. They said the only way Michael could go to Ole Miss was if he actually was a part of the family. So I sat Michael down and told him, quote, if you're planning to go to Ole Miss or even considering Ole Miss, we think you have to be a part of the family because of what the NCAA is saying. Mm-hmm. This would do that legally. So we contacted lawyers who told us that we couldn't adopt over the age of 18. The only thing we could do was to have a conservatorship put in place so he could go to college. NCAA rules. We were so concerned that it was an up and up. We were so concerned that it was on the up and up Mm -hmm. that we even made sure the biological mother came to court. Wow. Yeah. Where was the media talking? Now, they're starting to get some of it out yesterday. I mean, later in the day and into this morning. But that's why don't get lost by news headlines. And when people who are selfish pigs like Michael Orher is for doing this, Mm -hmm. unless he has CTE, if he comes out with a case of CTE, I will apologize for saying that. Me too. But I don't think he does. No, I don't think that's the case either. It, it is it is people, this society has gotten so brainwashed. I agree with a lot of the listeners. If this was a black family, it wouldn't even be being said. There's this whole culture of the BLM with white liberals and black people, you know, thinking that still the black people are being held down. This didn't have color in it at all when they helped this kid out. They just were helping a kid that needed help regardless of his color. Matter of fact, I think in the Deep South, they took crap that he was that color. They did. I, I know many families who have taken in other races, um, white families taking in black kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've taken in yeah, we've Chinese got, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and, and so far, so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're not having any issues. I know. Yeah, we're not having any issues. But it is a cultural thing. I know my husband had our granddaughter yesterday downtown in the city picking up a Bible in this area off of Jefferson for my daughter. And this really handsome African-American man started smiling at the baby. And the baby didn't know him, so she hit her head. And he got kind of angry at my husband and literally said, oh, basically because he was black. And he goes, her dad is black. She's just shy. This has nothing to do with your color. And I was so proud of my husband that he was like, no, this has nothing to do with the color. Well, there's people who want to be victims and they'll do whatever they can to be victims Mm -hmm. and they'll do whatever they can to continue to be victims because it's easy. Yes. People like to be a victim. It's the entitlement culture. You deserve this. You deserve that. I wonder if Michael Orher um, is associated with some people Yeah. that... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You probably but, need to look who he's got. He's surrounded. But let me also with. let me finish what Sean Tui also went on to say. I mean, <laughs> he says if my, regarding the conservatorship that we just explained to you that was put in place so he could actually go to college to become a multi-million dollar uh, all-pro player who played for ten years in the NFL, which not have happened had it not been for the Tuies in the first place. He says, "quote Of course." I want whatever Michael wants. If he wants a conservatorship, we'll end it. He concluded the statement by claiming that they will not stand in the former athlete's way if he wants to distance himself from the family. He says, quote, it's upsetting, but it's life. What are you going to do? Certain people will believe us and certain people won't. It's hard because you have to defend yourself. But whatever he wants, will do. Sean Tui, he says, quote, 
We're not in this for anything other than whatever he wants. If he would have said, quote, I don't want to be a part of the family anymore, we would have been very upset. But we absolutely would have done it. No question. Mm -hmm. The allegations are insulting. But look, it's a crazy world. You've got to live in it. It's obvious that everybody is upset. Yeah. What a class act. That was a great statement. Class act. <sighs> wow. It is hurtful. And sometimes, I mean, it's sad that he even had to come out with a statement because the truth always comes out in the end. It does. It always comes out in the end. And it's sad that the good people have to keep defending themselves. I'm telling you, this, I, from, from all the indications, I am definitely team Tui on this Me too. because of the evidence that I see and what they did for this man. And I think it's clear. Um, Sean Tui, dad, who was played by Tim McGraw in the movie, uh, by the way, says, quote, I'm going to preface this by saying I loved Mike at 16. I love Mike now at 37 and I will love him at 67. Yes. I think we see yes, who the yeah. true heroes in this story are and the villains. Michael, wake up. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully somehow, some way in the future, time can show Michael that, you know, he, he's being very selfish and um, I, I don't know if he's run out of money. I don't know. I, I don't know if he's run through it. I don't know if he has somebody new in his life, as you said, Lizzie. But to destroy good things and go after mm -hmm. good people, and what Michael Oher may not have thought about was how he affects them in the rest of their life as yes. well, yeah. and threats and social media mm -hmm. and their family and trying to have peace wherever they go. That's what this kind of bullshit does. Yeah. It does. If you wanted all this, get it done mm -hmm. and do it private. You don't go public with the bullshit. All you're trying to do is destroy somebody by going public. Correct. And you make yourself look really, really, really bad. You do. And the sad thing for Michael O'Hare is, do you really think people will trust him with anything as he moves on? No. No, because that's the thing. If somebody blasts someone Maybe else- Maybe other hateful people. Correct. Because misery does love company. But good people that say own companies or own anything or friends, they're going to know that Michael is going to do that to them. So if somebody's willing to crucify you in a public forum- they're going to do it to you too. So you got to be very careful. And I think most people are very smart to understand that, that they see it first and they jump on the bandwagon. Oh, poor Michael, poor Michael. And then they realize, wait a minute, I can't get too close to him because as soon as I do something he doesn't like, he's going to blast me too. But the problem with social media and keyboard warriors, as soon as this hit yesterday, oh, yeah. thousands of comments on every, oh, for sure. screw them, they're nasty, white people are terrible, uh -huh. blah, blah, all the way up and down. And it's without even knowing the facts. Correct. People Yep. Yep. And I know this from going to counseling of my own. When people do this, it shows that they have a hate inside of them yes. that yes. they need to take care of mm -hmm. that they haven't taken care of and they hate themselves for whatever reason. Correct. That Correct. they would spend time to go after you instead of taking care of their own issues, Correct. especially when they don't have all of the facts. Oh, we think we know the story. We heard enough. We saw enough. Mm -hmm. Do you know the full story? And many people didn't know until the Tuies came out and responded. And thank God they came out and responded yes, yes. with facts and showing, yeah, we'll give Michael whatever he wants. Uh, if he doesn't want to be a part of the family, that's fine. But they're still loving to him. It reminded me of the story of the prodigal son yes. uh, from biblical times in a sense where you have a wayward son that realizes he's wrong and eventually comes back. Um, I, I don't know what will happen in this situation. Just for the sake of the movie, um, you would hope um, that Michael or her would come to his senses, but mm -hmm. 
you know, I mean, it's all out there. Yeah. It's all out there. Yeah, Aaron, you're right. Uh, Jamel Hill, Hill types will love him. I, I agree. Um, Jerry says, race baiter lawyer. Crump probably got into Michael's ear. I know he had an agent in the past few years that said that, well, you deserve money here. You need to get some money. And when they look at this, they're going to realize, oh, crap. There, there's really not money that's being made. Yeah, right. <laughs> and right. then all of the stuff goes public and then it, then it becomes a nightmare. And mm -hmm. it's just sad because this kid was on a nowhere track. Who knows if he'd even still be alive if it wasn't for the Tuies, helping him, pushing him, promoting him, teaching him, uh, bringing him into their house with their kids to make sure that he could have a better life. And he did. And he became a multimillionaire because of the Tuies. And then he goes on to go back and stab the parents in the back who took care of him. Um, so anyway, that stuff happens. It's frustrating. It's a lot of uh, that we've been dealing with when it comes to the show today from the Maui situation to yes. Trump to the Ohers. I just, I, the, the point of the story is that stuff can happen, but mm -hmm. don't, but don't jump on the headlines at first. Don't just... Always try to find the full story before you go up, before the keyboard warriors jump in and start saying that they know exactly what they think was going to happen. But imagine how the, the Tuies feel moving forward, wherever they're going to go. Yeah, my heart actually breaks for them because this, if, it, if my hunch is right, this has nothing to do with money as, as he's claiming. That's their child. Their heart is hurting, even though their son is being an absolute jerk or whatever he is to them. They, they, they're hurting because they love him. And I hope, like you said, Michael comes to his senses and he may, one day he's lonely and he's, all of his friends left him and his life isn't that great. And he's sitting there at a Christmas by himself and he could have been over there with the Tui. Oh my God. I, I, this is a serious subject, but uh, Jessica is like, is this a new movie? I know. <laughs> it's like, oh, I know. No. <laughs> Jessica is Make another really movie so Michael can make some money and he's, everybody's happy. The Tui's don't need it. They're multi, 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 multi millionaires. I think uh -huh. the guy, I think he owned tons of taco stores, but he was a restaurateur. He uh -huh. had money, millions and millions of dollars. Uh, Aaron says, is he hanging out with Kaepernick? Uh, Makes you think that. Or Kaepernick's agent. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeannie says, hate is rampant. That's the problem. Uh, Joe's like, he never would have played pro ball without, Yeah, he never would have played college ball at Ole Miss without them. So, yeah, that's the problem. And as Greg says, that shit goes public. Yes. Uh, it makes headlines while children are being abused. Yeah. Crime runs rampant all over this country. Veterans being neglected and are on the back page of it all. And then you have Michael Oher making the comments, making the stuff hip. So, yeah. anyway, that kind of crap goes on. Uh, it's sad that this goes on, too. Um, I, you know, I just got another comment from a friend of mine. He didn't put it on the chat line, but he listens to our show daily. He says, I bet Michael Orher is mo most likely out of money, yeah. and that's why he's doing it now. Um, because he, if he had money when this movie came out or had money problems, we would have known. Mm -hmm. We would have known. That's why I was, the first thing you have to think about is money. He's got money issues. He's gone through his money in a fast state of affairs. I don't know his personal life and I'm not going to act like I do. What I do know is what he did yesterday, which was total bullshit, mm -hmm. total disrespectful to his family. And thank God the family came out with evidence, with proof of what's going on. And, and I hope and pray 
that families like Lizzie's, like families where my kids go to school, like families in the past who have taken in kids who are less privileged, and I don't care if it's white families bringing in uh, black kids, Latinos, whatever, if mm -hmm. they were more privileged or, or had more means at the time to help a kid, that it doesn't stop families from doing it in the future. I, I agree 100%. 100%. You should still bring in children. Or or white kids, if you're a white family. Or black kids, yep. bringing in black kids. Mm -hmm. Anytime we can help kids, my God. Are yes. you kidding me? Yes, help a child because most people but are don't not expect, like Michael. But don't expect anything in return. Well, you know, that's, that's a good point. That's the hardest part about this whole situation. Yes. I, I had a, an acquaintance that she had two children. One was adopted, one wasn't. She expected more from her adopted kid from saving mm. them. That's bullshit. When you have a kid, you treat them exactly the same. You know, each child has a different individual need at the moment, but you love them the same. And I don't expect any more... Uh, from any one of them because they're just all mine. And that's the God factor. I That's my opinion. It's the God factor. God privileged you with that child, no matter how it got there, and that you are to love them no matter what they do, no matter what they do. I know. I, I just, so we'll keep you posted on that. Hopefully moving forward, the story dies down and it stays quiet. I, or hope, at least. I hope so for them. And, and you know, TNT's running the blind side tonight at 7 p.m. Oh, right. I, Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Wait a minute. Wait a second. AMC. You'll have AMC, TNT, whatever networks need uh -huh. to make money. Hey, we're running the blind side tonight. Uh -huh. The history you know channel. People are going to put that shit on. You know what they are. It's going to be all over the place. Uh, this is cancel this, cancel this show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, Pro Joe in the house. And it's gotten, it was, boy, it's been nasty today, Max. We've been, it's, very much into politics. We had all kinds of angry stories going on, but we've got some laughs coming in now. I'm so excited. Welcome into the studio for the first time, Max Bryce. Max, nice hey. to meet you, my friend. Hey, thank you for having me. Okay. We've got to introduce Max the right way. Y your bio is really long, dude. You're you're somebody I, important. I told you just to pick out from. I just wanted to pick out some pieces. No, that's a that's a whole uh, comedy resume right there. Hey, hey guys, Max is St. Louis based. Uh, he's a comedian. Um, He's, you're kind of a big deal, dude. A winner of the Funniest Person in St. Louis Award in 2021. Two-time finalist for Make Me Laugh USA. And you're performing all over the country, including tours with Preston Lacey of MTV's Jackass, Love It, and social media sensation Casey Fry. Thanks for slumming up with us today, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me, man. <laughs> Good to be here on uh cancel this uh you're uh trying to get me canceled oh, yeah exactly <laughs> oh seriously do you guys talk about that as comedians i mean cancel comedy because you know over the last year or two years comedians have come out a lot and talked about how much bullshit it is where you you can't make jokes about everybody with everybody being offended i don't you know i, I i'm one of those who doesn't really subscribe to that i i think if if you have a fan but i mean if you have a fan base then you're you're fine i mean Look at Dave Chappelle. Everyone said he was canceled. He's still selling out stadiums everywhere he goes. And Lucy K went away for like six months. I mean, Bill Cosby's back touring. I mean, oh like, I mean, I mean, like, I think. Uh, Time out. Is he really touring? Yeah, he's 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 got a tour set up. Oh my god! I did not know. And that. people are actually buying tickets and going. Uh, I I would assume so. I mean, uh, I don't think he'd be putting together a tour if people weren't uh, got, weren't in demand to see him. Dude, that's great. We're talking with Max Price. Uh, let's talk about your upcoming show really quick to let people know what you've uh, you've got going on because it's kind of a big deal. 
Uh, yeah, so August 31st through September 3rd, I'll be at the St. Charles Funny Bone, and uh, I'm shooting, I just signed a contract, uh, I'll have, uh, I'm shooting a special on the two Saturday shows on September 2nd, it's going to go on Tubi TV, so uh, if you uh, want to try to see yourself on TV, you can come out on uh, either show on Saturday, and uh, yeah, uh, Thursday through Sunday. Um, tickets are on the Funny Bone website or uh, on my in, the, in my bio on my Instagram or my Facebook and uh, yeah. What kind of uh, what kind of comedy do you focus on and what what are you like for people who don't know? Because somebody goes, oh my god, I thought he was joking about the Bill Cosby thing. I thought he already cracked a joke. No, no, I no, I'm not being <laughs> totally serious. No, uh, I don't, I thought it was a joke when I first heard it, but. Uh, um, yeah, it's it's true. It's there's uh, I don't I don't know how that's gonna work. Honestly, I mean, um, it's a two drink minimum, but you probably only need one. But um, uh, <laughs> and then I, then you just forget the show. Oh um, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, don't let him hit. Don't let him be. Oh, there, oh there's uh, oh, there's comments over yeah, here. Yeah, you can check out the yes, comments yes. as oh, well. Talking with Max like Price, uh, St. Louis area comedian. Um, everybody seems to, you know, when it comes to comedians, were you inspired by somebody? Because I've talked to a couple in the past where they get inspired by somebody in their past, maybe. Yeah, I mean, early on, uh, it was Cat Williams was the main person that oh, made yeah. me want to do stand up. Uh, Daniel Tosh, um, um, Lucy K. Lover. Daniel, uh, what? Tosh 2.0. Oh, Tosh, Tosh 0.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that show. But I mean, his stand up was what made me really want to do stand up. Um, um, but now, like, uh, they're not like quite as well known, but like Gary Goldman is probably my biggest inspiration. Uh, a lot of people know Neighbor Gatsi. I love Neighbor Gatsi, uh, guys like that. Um, I love storytellers like Kyle Kinane and uh, Big Jay Okerson and uh, guys like that. What about this Matt Reif guy? He's gotten very popular off TikTok. Do you know who he is? Oh yeah, Matt's my buddy. Really? Uh, yeah, he's he's Where's he well, based out of? he's one uh, LA. He's seriously one of the. I know a lot of people get uh, upset because you know they don't think someone that hot should be uh, yeah. that famous for comedy, <laughs> but. Uh, he, I mean, he like the the truth is like he's been grinding for twelve years. He's a great comic. He's got he does incredible crowd work, and he's like, seriously one of the genuine best dudes you'll ever meet in your life. So I'm happy for his success. I mean, he deserves it. And uh, working with him was like one of my favorite weekends ever. Because I mean, from the moment I met him, he treated me like family, and uh, he was so kind to me. And you know, like fo immediately followed me on Instagram, and we like keep up and with each other and stuff. He's he's a great dude. I'm really happy for his success. Talking with comedian Max Price, based out of the St. Louis area. You're traveling all over the country now, aren't you? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Um, I'm lucky enough to have, um, you know, a lot of clubs that'll feature or headline me. Um, I have a lot of friends uh, that are headliners that take me along to open forum, and I've met a lot of people that way. And yeah, it's been it's been going well. I'm uh, really excited about uh, this special. Uh, shooting coming up, you know, uh, going on Tubi TV, and it'll be on YouTube as well, and hoping to, you know, extend my uh, fan base even more and be able to expand my horizons and travel even more, hopefully build you know, even more of a following, and, you know, just you just got to grind it out and hope, hope it works out. Max, what when you're looking out at the audience, is there someone in particular that you choose to pick to, like, pick on and if so who's your favorite person no no no, no. i'm not so uh that's what uh i think instagram is really messed up 
that for people because people just think that like that's what comedy is now. I don't. I'm not. I don't do crowd work. That's not my thing. Like if someone's heckling or uh, if someone's you know being disruptive in some way, then of course I'm going to call it out and I'll you know either make fun of them do or you have I'll deal with that kind of shit all the time, all the time. But I don't. That's not something that I like to do. Uh, that's not my my style. I'm a storyteller. I tell very long format stories. Uh, it's all about my life. I was I was blessed with a pretty crazy life that gives me a ton of material and I don't really need to di divert from that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't need to divert from that. Uh, uh, you know, at any time, like I have a, a ton of material and I, uh, I, I, I want to get it out. So I, I try to stay away from that just because it kind of encourages people to heckle and stay stuff out and kind of ruin your moment, momentum. So I personally, that's not something that I'm into. I like to, you know, I my, my my headline set like follows an arc, you know, like I have it's in a chronological order and it, it follows a theme and I try to stay on that theme and not uh, break away from that, you know, uh, especially uh, now like with a with a special coming up, I've been working really hard on you know perfecting my hour, so I try not to uh, stray from that too much. What kind of stories are they all mostly about you? Yeah, yeah, they're all stories about me. I had a dude. What, what was? I mean, holy crap! What have you been through? Uh, well, let's see. I was born and raised in a cult in the middle of the woods uh, as a kid a growing up. This no, this is one hundred percent serious. Uh, <laughs> Uh, once we got out of that, once my mom left, uh, my dad left, left the cult. Um, I mean, within a couple of years, I was doing. Dr I just met the wrong crowd doing drugs. Uh, by 17, I was uh, making and selling DMT for the Grateful Dead family. Uh, I have a, a nerve damage that paralyzed me for a year. Uh, several drug overdoses. I went to jail. Um, then I ended up having a kid when I was, you know, only 20 years old. Uh, I had to. Uh, you know, get my life together, and then uh, just I just have a lot of uh, well, a lot of crazy stories. You know, I have a lot of stories and a lot of uh, crazy uh, relationships. I've had people try to kill me. I have some jokes about that. Uh, Is that all, yeah. Max? Is yeah, yeah, I tell you, that's why that's why I'm a storyteller. I just like I was, you know, it, it almost makes comedy easy. You know, all I got to do is tell my story and then make a couple of quick jokes about it. And um, yeah, I'm, you know, I, I, I just try. That's pretty much where uh, all my comedy stems from is just like what I've been through. And I and I just put it out there for people. And, and a lot of people can relate to a lot of the stories. You know, that's one of the my favorite things that I do is I tour doing um, these addiction recovery benefit programs. And and uh, no one, it, no one appreciates those jokes more than them. So, uh, so you know, it's it's really cool when your comedy can uh, be relatable and help people uh, laugh at their own pain and stuff and what they've been through. Well, one of our commenters said that your bit on restaurant workers is absolutely hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that one. Um, that one is actually uh, blown up pretty well on social media. Uh, that one's kind of a rare one for me. That's not one I even actually tell very often, or I'm putting in the in the special. You know, I just um, uh, that that was one that I, I I clipped and put up really quick, and uh, just to have some content, and it did really well. So it's pretty is good. this the disposition that you tell your jokes with, and do your get kind of how you're talking now, or do you have more energy, less energy? I'm a very high energy comic. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess just in uh, I know most people who uh, when they see me on stage and they see me in real life, they uh, they're they're a little confused because I'm I'm very different on stage than I am uh, in person. But um, how, how is that? I'm a very high energy storyteller. Okay. I'm kind of all over the place. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm like a, I'm kind of confined to a very small box here, so I'm uh, <laughs> can't really do anything. But 
I totally get that. Uh, talking with Max Price, St. Louis area comedian, comedian, voted best St. Louis comedian in 2021. Um, when the show comes up October 17th, is it a full weekend? Is it one night? What can people expect to see when they get their tickets? Yeah, so the full weekend is August 31st through September 3rd, Thursday through Sunday. There's two shows Friday and two shows sun- Saturday, but there's only one on Thursday and Sunday. Um, the special is being taped on uh, the two shows on Saturday. And uh, you can just... Um, I'm sorry, I said October 17th. I thought it was the 17th. No, 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 no. August 31st through September 3rd. So, I mean, what's today? Tuesday? So, yes, coming like two and, a half, two and a half weeks um, is, is when it starts. And uh, there's still there's still a little bit a few tickets left for the two Saturday shows if people want to be part of the special taping. Um, there's still a good amount of tickets left for the two Friday shows. I think Thursday and Sunday are starting to fill up. But um, yeah, uh, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good time. It'll be a very high energy weekend. You know, I've got luckily I've got uh, friends and uh, fans and followers coming from all over the the country to come see it. You know, so we've got. Uh, we're, uh, we're filling up fast, but uh, it's going to be really fun. I'm really excited about it. And uh, I'm really excited for people to see the hour. I've been working, especially the last year, I've been working really hard on this hour and kind of this whole theme and everything. And I'm really excited for people to see it. What Do you want to do any of your comedy now? Do you want to do any of your bit to give people an idea of what you're about? Or is that one of those things you just want to wait? Do you doesn't wanna- really, uh, especially because of uh, so much of it, requires the context of the entire set it doesn't really make sense to do it that way uh i mean people can see if you go to my instagram at max price comedy 666 you can see uh i have a bunch of clips on there uh kind of get a feel for what my uh what my vibe is like I'm yeah. trying to. Can we play some of it right now? I was trying to look some of it up right uh, now. Yeah, once you go, uh, if you go to Instagram, uh, the the top there's a there's a few pinned. Uh, that first one at the Laugh Factory is usually people's favorite one. The uh, the that, Venmo, the one about Venmo. Is that one? Does it have Max Price in blue lettering? Yeah. The, Wait. What do you mean? I'm sorry. I don't know what you're looking is at. Is that from the St. Charles County? You said the first one that was that was pinned. Uh, there's there's a there's a few there's a few pins like the oh, I think it's I the middle one the one of me at Laugh Factory it says like uh, Venmo it has something about Venmo. Yeah, I'm trying to get that. I'm, I'm I'll get that right now. Yeah. A, so when you're looking out at the crowd, do you and you're going to know a lot of people this time coming up? Which particular show is that? Uh, I mean, all of them really. Uh, I, I, I was lucky enough to produce a showcase at uh, the Funny Bone for years that I built a huge following out of. So. Uh, a lot of people know me from that, so I mean, I would say I would say a lot of people are coming from that. Uh, and then I have, you know, I've, uh, you know, this is my a hometown show, so I've got friends coming, I've got some family coming. Um, I try not to, I try not to let uh, too many people that I know really well in, in the front row, you know, yeah. just so that you know to kind of keep that feel of like a regular show. That would make sense. Does it make you more nervous if you know the person right up in the front row as well, or does it matter? Um, I mean, I don't want my mom in the front row when I'm doing sex jokes. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I can uh, uh, but I mean, for the most part, it doesn't bother me too much. I like, uh, but you know, certain things, I guess, yeah. And then, uh, in, in in case of instance, an instance where I might have to do crowd work, I definitely don't want it to be someone I know because then I got to see them later. <laughs> like, right. hey, remember when you uh, toasted me on your friggin' uh, special? <laughs> you know, like. Well, we've got uh, we've got some of your bits. I don't know which we were trying to pull up as fast as we can here. So. We're yeah, gonna, that one's that one's one that people like. Uh, a lot. We're gonna play this one right now. Rosie guy, man, I love being in other people's business as long as I don't have to get involved. You know what I mean? That's my shit. Like, uh, you ever just 
spend an evening scrolling through other people's Venmo transactions? <laughs> Just guessing what it's really for, right? Nobody puts what it's really for on Venmo. No one ever, dude. I broke it down. If it's something typical or boring, then they put something to try to spice it up. Say it's like a, like a roommate paying for his rent. Be like, this fool let me jizz on your face last night. <laughs> but then in the other direction, if it's something illegal or private, then they put something to try to cover it up. And y'all are not sneaky on there, okay? I see you trying to buy drugs, okay? Like, oh, really? 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 You paying Jeff back for $100 worth of ice cream at 3 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, what flavor? Cocaine? <laughs> That's for drugs and we know it. Okay. I'll comment too, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Believe that's a feature on there. You're just allowed to comment on other people's financial transactions. These are legal wire transfers from someone's personal bank account. And I'm just going down the list like, oh, that's for drugs. I wrote drugs. I'm in. That's funny. Do we have the second clip too, Joe, that I sent you? When you get a chance, put that together. Um, when you do the shows, when you go out anymore, do you ever get that energy in your stomach, Max, where it's, it's almost, some people could say it's a nervous energy, but it's energy, or is it just like, yeah, I'm going out and doing my damn thing? Uh, I think it kind of depends. Uh, for the most part, I'm, I'm used to it, you know. I've been doing this long enough that most, most shows are just, it just feels natural and stuff. I think when it's something that I'm not expecting, I'm sure I'll probably have really bad butterflies for the special because this will be my first time shooting a special, uh, knowing that it's like kind of like a permanent like thing that's going out there to the world. Uh, competitions, you know, those are just the idea that you have to be funnier than the people that you're com you know, competing against, you know, those can be a little nerve-wracking. Um, I mean, I was selected to audition for uh, Kevin Hart's show on Comedy Central. Oh, cool. uh, I was selected out of 20, and then they were only, but they were only taking three, and I made the top six, but uh, I didn't, I, I didn't get that. But I was really nervous for that because you know that was, you know, I was gonna meet and do sh shows with Kevin Hart, you know, if I won that. So. Um, Certain things like that, yeah, if it's like a huge opportunity, you know, like there's a lot on the line, then definitely. But generally speaking, uh, it's it's pretty natural. Dude, I want you to, you should have your own comedy. I, you should be in here doing your own show, mm -hmm. own daily show and stuff. Own oh, daily show? I don't know fun. if this is more my, I think, uh, I don't know, a lot, of, a lot of comics branch out into, you know, podcasts and, um, and uh, what, you know, sketch shows and TV and all of that. I think, like, I don't know, like stand-ups just seems to be my only, I just kind of put all my focus and energy into that. You know, like I'm just really I'm, I'm a writer. You know, that's what's what I love about it is I love the writing and editing process. You know, when I was younger, I wanted to be a novelist. And I think that's kind of why I uh, developed into being a storyteller you're comedian. A you're a brainiac, Max. Yeah, that's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I go that far. I mean, <laughs> well, that's what I've been trying to convince people of. But <laughs> well, we're going to take a look at another clip that you oh, someone said. Uh, I think this is the food. Workers. Someone asked where I was going to be. Uh, where is he going to be again uh, for? Gene uh, Wigginton. Uh, it'll be at the St. Charles Funny Bone. Just so you know. And can you give the dates again? Uh, St. Charles Funny Bone, August 31st through September 3rd. And then September 2nd, the special will be taped on the two shows on 7 and 9.30. But oh. uh, tickets are going quick for those. So if you want to be part of the special and try to see your face on TV, then, <laughs> then I would try to get on that soon. All right, let's check out your food workers. Tell you something. People who have never worked a day in their life in restaurants or retail are the worst people on earth, okay? 
I have a theory and I will stand by it. If everyone in the world had to spend even a short amount of time in restaurants or retail, there would be no wars. No wars at all. Name one dictator who's never been sat a six top when they're already in the weeds during patio season while they're on a double shift hungover and they ran out of Adderall. It's never happened. It's never happened. You think Vladimir Putin has ever cried in a walk-in cooler? <laughs> man 70 years old and does judo without a shirt on <laughs> let me tell you something I, uh, I try to, uh, the, the thing about being a storyteller is that those long format stories don't do well on Instagram. You got to keep them short. So I try to, I try to use Instagram to put up, uh, my, my short jokes, my like little observational jokes, you know? Uh, so that's kind of like what I'm most excited about for the, for the special. Cause so many people haven't even seen, uh, what I, I consider my best jokes and is like, you know, my, my best material and stuff. So people just kind of know me from these short little clips and, uh, and then when they see this they'll be able to kind of get a, a full uh, spectrum of what i'm about well we're gonna see uh, can we play your porch pirates one too i haven't yeah. seen this yeah, I, yeah. joe's gonna pop that up but i sure. just wanted to say this a long time ago because i'm a whole lot you're not even are you even 30 yet i turned 30 in october okay god that's people great. think you're a cutie on the chat yeah. <laughs> oh stop that uh, they think you're cute i'm like yes you know. he is very cute <laughs> Well, uh, um, older women are my specialty, so. Yeah, we, we are pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, porch Pirates with Max Price. People hate Porch Pirates. I love them, man. I love Porch Pirates. Because I make them work for me. You know, like, you ever uh, clean out your closet, you've got a bunch of clothes you don't want anymore, but you don't feel like driving all the way to Goodwill? Put them in an Amazon box. <laughs> Set them on your front porch. If you live in South City, I promise in the 24 hours it is no longer a problem. It is a free pickup service if you don't People hate. That's pretty good stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is hysterical. I saw that already in the past. I was laughing. I was like, oh man, I wonder if that would work if I could do that. I got, I've got some Amazon boxes and I've got some old clothes. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, and the Venmo one is hysterical because people do do that. I know my kids who Venmo back and forth. They'll be like, oh, look at this person's Venmo. Oh, sure, that's really what they did. And my kids actually laugh at that. I'm telling you, if you're as talented as Max and you have an opportunity to do this ever, one of the coolest things I ever did, Max, um, was, God, I was right out of college. I was living in Columbia, the uh, Deja Vu there. I don't know. It, I don't even think it's there anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. I, it, it, Our closed, comedy club. it closed, it closed like almost right after I started. Uh, a lot of, a lot of comics. Uh, that I'm friends with that were around uh, before I was always talk about how amazing it was and uh, I, I wish I'd been around for that but it closed probably like in within my first year of starting comedy unfortunately but I always heard a lot of great things about that place man one of the most nerve-wracking and coolest things I ever got to do was I was in news in Columbia local anchor so I got to do a celebrity comedy edition where they had different people from the Columbia Missouri area we worked with um, a comedian a writer like Max, uh, not Max's level, I'm sure. And we did jokes regarding, you know, Columbia. We did jokes regarding, and so I put together a 10 minute skit with this guy. How fun! I was scared shitless getting on that stage. Do you have it? Was that open mic? Open mic live in front of a sold out venue. Wow! And and I told the first joke and people laughed, and I was like, "Hello, I'm it." And then I thought it was funny, and I wasn't, but. <laughs> 
I finished the segment and I had never had, I'm not telling you, I laughed hard. It's one of the, the best events that I've ever had that I still talk about, you know, over 20 years later. Max, it's it was it's so a hot, it's, it, it really is. It's, uh, com- I mean, I tell, say all the time and I talk about my, like comedy is literally my anti-drug. Like I, um, and actually, next month I celebrate seven years clean from methamphetamines. Hey, congratulations! Yeah, don't. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, I'm still a terrible person, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I still drink and do mushrooms. I'm not a nerd, you know. I'm just <laughs> not doing drugs anymore. You know? But uh, I, uh, I, I say it all the time. I mean. The, the high that you get from making a room full of people laugh is truly unlike anything any drug can replicate. And um, that was one of the things that uh, helped me get clean was uh, knowing that going down this route was keeping me from, uh, you know, reaching my full potential as a comedian. So I, uh, I, I you know, I, I got clean and I, um, you know, kind of cleaned up my life and I dedicated myself to, to comedy, you know, because it truly is. There is, you... Uh, the high of making a room full of people laugh is absolutely unreplicable. It's, it's, yeah, I think everyone, I think everyone should be able to experience that once in their life. But a lot of people are afraid to, because I mean, public speaking is the number one fear, like above dying for people apparently. So uh, it really is, yeah, if you can experience it, I definitely recommend. It. And I also think that people should try it just so that they can see also how hard it is. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people that heckle think that it's easy, so they will try to screw uh, the know, hecklers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So hecklers uh, have this get you know, the guillotine. Yeah, you know, they and it's crazy how many hecklers I've had at my shows. They came up to me after and they're like, "Sorry, I just like I've always wanted to do comedy." Blah blah. blah. It's like, well, then do it. And then they come out to an open mic. A lot of them do. A lot of them will come, like, I'll tell them, I'm like, all right, come out to an open mic. Like, try it out for yourself. And then they just bomb their ass mm-hmm. off for five straight minutes. And then they never come back. Yeah, yeah. they learn a lesson. Don't you have experience, Joe, with comedians? Um, no. Well, I mean, not really. I, 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 I do plan to do a open mic night one night at the Funny Bone. I, I'm one yeah. of those people that watched a few episodes of Kill Tony, and I'm, oh, I love I'm Kill ready Tony. to get up there and bomb my ass off. Yeah, yeah, yeah do, do it, man. Uh, yeah, Kill Tony is like Kill Tony is like a totally different. Like, don't think it's going to be like that intense. Like oh, that I, is like that's like the most intense level of open mic you can you know you can do. So it's definitely not that brutal, and you don't have a panel of people roasting you afterward. Right. So like you're definitely fine uh but yeah it's i mean it's really simple as just uh you know coming up with four minutes and uh bring it to the stage and i have a bunch of material written but i just had no idea joe i'm not yeah yeah you're gonna do it we're gonna you You just opened a can of worms we gotta come right to support you at least somebody Uh will cheer for you now you're gonna bug them about it every day (laughs) we'll be laughing we'll be in there laughing that'll push you that'll push you to do it the whole thing is uh you know people uh the, the the biggest mistake people make is waiting too long you know they you know they put it on a pedestal and they make it this like unattainable thing it's like you just have to you can't like you know dip your toe in. you just gotta jump in and that's uh that's like the more the longer you wait the more nerve-wracking it becomes to just do an open mic which is literally the whole point is the bomb i mean like that's what you do like no one cares about bombing at open mic like i i mean i still I still bomb at open mic, like all my friends who are incredible, you know, comics I think that are better than me bomb at open mic all the time just because you're just, 
you know, you don't know what's funny until you actually take it to stage, you know, like you're just throwing Perfect. shit up at the wall and you're seeing what sticks. And, uh, you know, uh, that's what it's all about. So you can't be worried about not doing well because you probably won't. <laughs> like that's, that's the important thing. That's the hardest thing of comedy is sticking through the first few years where you're just awful. I've accepted that fact that I probably will bomb. <laughs> it's just actually walking my ass in those doors. You yeah. need to try it, Joe. Okay. You absolutely need to try it. And I'm not funny but i sure like to laugh and so what you're doing is so great because i already know i'm not funny but i like to go to see people who are funny because laughter is really medicine so if you're having a bad day or you don't feel good or whatever it is and you can just laugh your ass off you feel better instantly instantly yeah and that's uh and that's not even something that i got into comedy to do i just sort of naturally developed into this thing where i started talking about um you know because it can be really hard to talk about you know the darker and more like traumatic like parts of your life and stuff so uh once i got into that and started doing these uh rehabilitation shows and stuff uh that was that was just like an added high that i didn't really expect like where people would come up to you after the show be like i needed to laugh about that you know like uh laugh you know being able to laugh at your trauma is you know something that makes you feel like you're above it and like puts you puts you on top of it like you're in control of it and so a lot of people come to these rehab shows specifically for that to make them feel like they're in control of their their trauma and their past and their addiction and stuff and um, the the you know the messages I get from people after those shows is almost almost more enjoyable than you know the actual show and making people laugh just because like I never would have guessed that you know doing just doing what I love to do would also be like a healing thing for people and something that like helped people through the hardest parts of their life and yeah doing that is really special I really um, that's one of my favorite parts of it now. Um. And you you said you had a son, correct? I do. Yeah, I have an eight year old. Do you practice any jokes with the eight year old? No. You know what's funny is he's actually. Uh, there's been a few times where I had to bring him to a show just because like a babysitter quit last second. You know, Gee, and that I had stuff no happens, huh? Yeah, yeah. That, happens. <laughs> that happens. Yeah, and I uh, it's he's <laughs> my son is actually hilarious. Like I mean, he just I I honestly think that he's going to be a comedian, be funnier than I am because he is naturally just so funny. Like he's I mean I think he was five or six years old uh, the first time I had to bring him to a show and uh, I had to luckily it wasn't like sold out or anything like there was a bunch of space in the back so I just kind of put him in the back corner let him play his Nintendo and stuff and and then I went up on stage I did my set and I went to go went to go like grab him and leave and stuff and I like come to the back and it's just a six-year-old like who clearly doesn't even know what's going on and like he looks at me and he goes uh don't worry, Dad. I thought you were funny. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even have a bad set. I was like, I thought I, I thought I did fine. I was like, are you trying to tell me I bombed? Like, I was like, I was like, I was like, it could have been. I mean, it wasn't the best set, but like, you know, like people were laughing. Like, he, that's uh, funny. He loves to, yeah, he loves to tear me down. Does your son know about how you lived in a cult? No, no. Uh, he's, I mean, he's only eight years old. He doesn't. He's probably yeah. not ready to. Uh, I don't think he can really. Uh, fathom kind of what that is you know like he's a he's a spoiled little kid he's so spoiled <laughs> he doesn't know he doesn't even know he's like he i mean like the things he complains about i'm like you have no idea how good you have it uh he's such a little asshole but i love him so much he's, <laughs> he's, he's, so, no, he, he's great he's great but he just doesn't know how good he has it so like i haven't um you know there's certain aspects of my life that i you know have refrained from kind of divulging in with him until he's he's older and can kind of understand better you know 
That's some cool stuff. Max Price, how can people buy tickets again? What's the easiest, quickest way for people to buy tickets to your shows that are coming up? Uh, so if you go to the St. Saint Louis Saint Funny Bone website, uh, you can click on either the Westport location or the St. Charles location. This is where kind of people get kind of mixed up. So make sure that you click on the St. Charles location and then you just scroll down to the date and you'll see my face, you know, and um, you can also go to my Instagram or my Facebook The you know, the, I've been posting the, you know, about the show. There's the, the ticket link is in my bio, but probably the easiest way is just to go to the Funny Bone website, go to the St. Charles location click on the date and then whichever show you want to go to that's rocking love it man max price thanks for coming in the studio hey, buddy thanks for having me man that's really cool stuff we'll get out we'll see what we can do to support you from that standpoint we want you to come back on i'd be curious if you could write a script on us you could come in and make fun of us yeah we'd be <laughs> really easy to make fun of i'm sure all yeah. right yeah you give me uh give me some time and give me uh give me a theme i'll uh, i'll figure it out we love it we'll do that we help will. yeah joe will probably learn something the matter too uh hey yeah. buddy we appreciate it so much As a matter of fact we'll just close out the show we have you there we're near 10 o'clock we don't have any rules but we'll well, I don't know. We'll just, let's, yeah, we'll just get out now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Cancel This Today, canceltheshow.com. Max Price, support him if you can. St. Louis's own super funny guy with a great store and an incredible niche as well. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll see you and your son performing. Yeah, sometime. I know, right? Maybe we'll do a little father son duo someday. That would be funny. Love it. Hey, for Pro Joe, Lizzie Sparks, even Max Price in studio, I'm Vic Faust. Guys, have an awesome day tomorrow. Of course, we got our Weed Wednesday segment with Greenlight, Kathy Helbig Strick, Steve Strick in studio, plus all the other craziness of the world that seems to go on. Uh, that does it for this edition of the August 15th Cancel This Podcast. Have an awesome day.